Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365, part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. We are continuing our division previews as we have been doing for the past couple of weeks. Today, we are doing the most inconsequential division in all of football. The one division where I say every single season, does anybody outside of the city or the region care about these teams? But you know what? They're in the NFL. We're going to bet them. We're going to make ugly bets on a lot of these teams. You guys know what I'm talking about. We are talking about the AFC South. I am joined, as I am in every episode, by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Mr. Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Hello, hot Chad. What a weekend. Look at us starting the season both 1-0 on our picks. Just, we did, just didn't gifts. We? Yeah. So that was, that was nice. Then I had, I don't know if you saw the whole Trey Turner thing in Philadelphia. Yeah, what's going on there? He's like taking out billboards to apologize or something? Yeah, basically we gave him $300 million and then yeah. he hit 234 for us for about yeah. the first couple months of the season. So the Phillies fans tried to do the opposite of being our scumbag selves. We tried to give him a standing ovation, right, to motivate him. And a little Trey Turner that could came, came in, hit an RBI, uh, I think double or single his first day. And the next game he hit a go-ahead home run. So um, – I would say this is pretty shocking. Maybe the times are changing in Philadelphia. I know we're, we're one of those fan bases where you can win MVP like Joel Embiid and we'll boo the hell out of you. But if we give you $300 million and you can't hit a ball, we'll cheer for you. That's Trey, that's Trey Turner right now. So um, pretty wild times. Uh, and then I have my good friend Chad here uh, told me he was a little underwhelmed by our NFC West uh, uh, podcast. This is a podcast in which I gave out three win totals and a 10 to one underdog. So it's all happening right now, Chad. I'm, I'm in midseason form of I'm fighting Chad right now. I'm hating the Phillies and I just love August. It's, it's the best time of year right now. Simon, for this podcast, the stakes have never been higher. If we're talking <laughs> about a division in which it's kind of underwhelming, I'm going to say it out loud. Okay. I'm not going to be afraid to tell the people what I'm feeling. I'm all about the feels. <laughs> like, for example, I feel people should like this video. I feel people should subscribe to the Action Network on YouTube. I feel that we are sponsored, proudly sponsored by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer. Bet $1 on any game and get $200 in bonus bets. You must be 21 or older. Offer is available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. I also feel, Simon, you know what time of year it is right now. 
in August. This might be why the why the Phillies are doing what they're doing and why you feel so good about what we're talking about. It's optimism season. Oh, yeah. Right? It, dude, I get an alert every day. I, when I, you know, as you know, back in the day, I was the editor-in-chief of ESPN the magazine. I was the editor-in-chief of ESPN.com. And I would um, set alerts for the teams that I knew my bosses loved. So that way I would get an alert when we had news or a new story or a new video about the team that they loved. So I couldn't get a text or an email from them that said, Hey, this just happened. Why didn't we get an alert about it? Right? So like I, I had alerts for Stanford and South Carolina and the Patriots and the Cowboys, all these teams that I really don't care about. So I still get some <laughs> Patriots alerts. I forgot to like disable it. Every day there's an alert, Patriots high on this, Patriots high on that. It's it's always the same thing. Like every single person, they just signed Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers is back with the team that he started with and he played for three years and nobody cared, but he's back, right? So uh, this week's optimism season, best line of the week. Uh, I read it yesterday. The Panthers uh, are not concerned about all the interceptions that Bryce Young has been throwing because it's part of their plan for the early part of the preseason. My favorite I saw was uh, Green Bay had their their first like open practice in their stadium. And this is a true quote by a beat writer. He said, the Green Bay Packers have the fastest wide receiver tight end combination in all football. The most irrelevant thing I've ever heard in my entire life, Chad. <laughs> Green that's Bay almost as That's almost as hyperbolic as someone saying – uh, the Seattle Seahawks have the greatest combination of uh, trio of wide receivers in NFL history. You you missed a might. I said might. Matt it's Mitchell, a big deal. We, we might have to play it back because I don't remember any. <laughs> I might. don't remember a might. Yeah, I don't remember a might. I remember, might or maybe there's an M in there. No, 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 no. no. This yeah. is the beauty of podcasting and YouTubing it. Well, I know for a fact there was no might. There was no qualifier because if there was, I would have been like, okay. I can live with it. It wouldn't have even registered, but there was nothing. It was just three guys, one of them named Lockett, one of them who's a rookie that we haven't seen play yet. They might be two-thirds of the greatest receiving core in NFL history. So you just put a mite in there. I definitely put a mite in there. Ah, unfortunately, I just listened back. He did include the phrase, arguably, which makes this a lot less fun. My brain couldn't even say it without including a qualifier. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it was five in the morning. All right. We're talking about the AFC South. As as we've discussed, like, this is a division. It's really hard to care about it, which makes, which makes betting on it all the more important because it's the only reason to really want to watch any of these teams. Obviously, we loved the Jags last year. We heavily invested in the Jags in every way, and it paid off for us. Um we also love Mike Vrabel. He's one of those coaches that consistently covers as an underdog, out coaches people. Um, we're huge fans. You loved Anthony Richardson. Uh, you thought he was one of the best players in the draft. You were super excited the Colts drafted him. And then you got the Texans. And then you got the Texans. And, um, you know, they got CJ Stroud. And uh, they're bringing up the rear. So 
and Will Anderson. Sudden, you got to mention for the rest of our lives, you have to mention C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson together, Will just Anderson. because who knows what they're thinking, giving up an, an extra first round pick for this kid, Will Anderson. But they, they literally need this kid to be Nick Bosa. Yeah, I have Will Anderson listed in my uh, my defensive notes for the uh, <laughs> for the Houston Texans. Let's start at the stop. Start at the top here. Jags minus one sixty. No, thank you. To win the division, I have a lot of opinions on the Jaguars. I'm going to try not to be such a homer with these picks, just because I think fans of the show last year know I have a very special place in my heart for this Jaguars team. Not only did they cover this division for us, Chad, they came all the way back. They were left for dead. I was losing tons and tons of money on them through the middle of the season, and they completely flipped it. Um, they they went two and zero covering in the playoffs. They covered their first game against the Chargers. And they covered against the Chiefs, which you can look it up. Doug Peterson, I believe, is 6-0 and now, or maybe it's 7-0 and against the spread in the playoffs. It's something crazy like that. Um, it's it's a team I love, and I'm not going to lie to you, Chad. I'm going to be betting on them to take that next step. Like, it, it's it's all there. The, the big weakness for them right now is their offensive line. They still have some questions on their defense. But offensively, they have the running back, they have the wide receivers, and they have the quarterback, and they have the head coach. So this is a team that I will be throwing a little bit on them to be the number one record in the NFL, which most books you can get at 35 to 1, 30 to 1, 25 to 1. Um, I believe they are 28 to 1 for Super Bowl. Don't really love that value. I feel like it should be a little higher just because we talked about the AFC is just – it's it's literally a juggernaut. Like it's the greatest yeah. group of quarterbacks we've ever seen on one conference in the history of the NFL. So um, I was hoping to get a little better odds, but I think the pros bet that down. So it makes sense. It's at twenty eight to one right now. But I feel like Chad nailed it there. We're we're not going to take these guys divisionally. Like a team coming up, Chad knows exactly who we're going to take division wise. But right now, as we sit here, I've made probably a handful of little bets on the Jaguars to win this division. But it's all these parlays, right? If I think them and the Bills are going to both win their division, I won't just bet them straight up. I'll probably throw a little parlay of them together. Um, that's how I like to do it with these 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 teams that are favorite to win their divisions. Um, but for me, my biggest Jaguars bet right now is them to be the number one seed and have the best record of football. I just think that's where the value is. When you're in a division that has two rookie quarterbacks and a team in Tennessee that just a month ago we thought they were rebuilding and then they went out, and got Hopkins, and they haven't traded Tannehill, and it seems like, okay, they're going to try and make another run with this this core group they have in Tennessee. You know, that that makes me want to adjust things, but not so much that I still don't think they could be the one seed. Just when we look at all these other divisions, Chad, there is a clear drop-off in this division compared to the other ones. So to me, the Jaguars, if they can't run away with this division, if they can't hit this over, right, think, what is it, nine and a half win total? Nine and a half minus 140. Is the and that's, that I think that's fine. one of the most bet overs right now, all the sports books. I'm going to take it. I got them at 10.7, so that means I have over 10.5 wins. So I'll take the over of 9.5. It's just there's not crazy value there. Everyone, The secret's out, right, Chad? Everyone knows about this Jaguars team. Oh, Everyone's yeah. been talking about Calvin Ridley. So um, we'll take our scraps here. We'll take what we can. But, yeah, I, I think you nailed off the top saying we're not betting these guys in this division. It's just there's no value there. Well, look, when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, I was talking about Bill Barnwell had this story uh, at ESPN, on ESPN.com today 
ranking players he thinks can make the leap from pro bowler to superstar, from, you know, starter to pro bowler, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's got three players in that highest level. One of them is Trevor Lawrence. And so we all expect big things out of Trevor Lawrence. We thought we, we thought it would happen last year. Remember, we also bet, I think we bet Trevor Lawrence to lead the league in touchdown passes. And at least I did. And the one thing that he needed to tighten up was his accuracy in the red zone. He missed so many open receivers, made so many bad throws on easy, easy touchdowns early in the year. So I would expect that is something that since he did get better at that over the course of the year, he will be locked in on that. Um, You already mentioned Tennessee. That's the next one up. Uh, By the way, the Jags have the, according to Sean Kerner, the ninth easiest schedule in the NFL. Obviously, it's correlated to the fact that, you know, in their division are the Titans, the Colts, and the Texans. Um, Trevor Lawrence is in Kerner's number three tier for quarterbacks. Um, And what's interesting is their O-line ranking and their D-line ranking, according to Pro Football Focus, relatively low. Like their O-line ranking uh, is 26th. Um, they lost Jawan Taylor to Kansas City, and he was their best offensive lineman last year. And look, like they had three rushers in PFF's top 50, but only Josh Allen comes back. And so there's a lot of question marks about where they're going to get a pass rush. So when we're thinking about them at nine and a half, over, and over nine and a half, we're really playing against the schedule and the fact that they have so little competition in their division. Tennessee gets interesting to me. Tennessee is at seven and a half to minus 110 over and under, plus 320. Nobody wants to bet on Tennessee. Everyone thinks Ryan Tannehill, not the guy. I think, I think Tennessee, the team, like if we're talking about the division bet that we want to make, I'm betting on Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. Yep, it's the only bet. There's no other bet to yeah. make. And it's one of those nope. where no, – the only reason I'm not loading up on it and firing away on it is my fear of them do they do trade Tannehill. That's my biggest fear right now is that they are going to move him at some point because you can't not look at the draft equity they put out in the quarterback position. They used a third-round pick and a second-round pick the last two years on two different quarterbacks. And, you know, I know for a fact they tried moving Tannehill during the draft during this offseason. It didn't work out. And – on paper, it looks like they're supporting him, bringing in Hopkins. But isn't that also something you would do with a young quarterback? You'd bring in a veteran receiver like Hopkins. So it is tough to read this whole scenario because the number is weird. Plus 320, Chad, it feels like that's a gift. Like, why isn't, this, why isn't this plus 200? Like, if you look at the odds from last year, it was Tennessee and the Colts were both, I think, minus 110 to win this division, and the Jags were 8-1. to one. Now – Chad just gave you what's going on with the Jaguars. They lost their best offensive lineman. They did gain a Calvin Ridley, right? And we, they gained some experience. They should be better. But is Tennessee that much worse than they were last year? Not at all. So that's what really pops out to me is we're getting really good value right now in Tennessee. My worry is, you know, again, going back to this Falcons thing, this kid Riddler plays the preseason. He can't connect anything. I just would be shocked if they didn't make a move for a Tannehill type. If a quarterback goes down on some team, 
Tannehill is available. Someone might trade for him just because he is still good. Like I think Chad talked about, he is still a, a, a quarterback where is he ever going to be top 10? No, that ship has totally sailed on this guy's career. But can he be a top 20, top 15 when everything is going right and he has weapons around him? Yeah, we've seen that from Tannehill before. So um, this is one of those where I wish I could come in here and chat and be like, bet this division right now, bet them win total over right now. I think you can wait. I honestly think you can wait a little bit here and see what goes on this preseason. So this is one of those bets where I know I'm going to make. I know me and Chad are going to be on them week one as well. If they're plus three, plus three and a half against the Saints. But as we yep. sit here right now, Chad, I just I don't want to put my money on a team. I just don't know what their future is going to happen in the next couple of weeks. There's so many factors with this team that are interesting, right? Because we have Mike Vrabel, who is one of those coaches. We've talked about this. You could say Vrabel, Belichick, Harbaugh, Sean Payton being back, Mike Tomlin, who you are going to automatically give that team a little bit extra credit. And I don't think that gets accounted for by bookmakers you know, in any significant way, right? They're not giving Mike Vrabel, coach teams, an extra half a point because <laughs> he's such a good decision maker and he's right. so good at coaching up his team. So you, if you are thinking about Vrabel, you always get a little bit of an advantage because he is so much better than other coaches, especially when he's an underdog. Think about Tannehill. When he had A.J. Brown, when he had Derrick Henry at full strength, very serviceable quarterback. It's when you were putting the ball in his hand and you saw that in the playoffs a couple of years ago when the Titans had had the best record in the in the AFC, but they couldn't advance in the playoffs because the ball was in Tannehill's hands to win a game. He can't do that. doesn't mean he's not a good quarterback. Um, to your point, their defense is underrated. Like they've got a top 10 100%. defense. And so to me, it's what you just said. And there's one other factor. Worst, worst, number 32, offensive line in the NFL per pro football focus. So that's fair. fair. You know, that's, I think that's one of the bigger issues. And you and I both like to grade. That's why I'm including these offensive line and defensive line grades when we're talking about these teams, because their offensive line is terrible. Obviously didn't improve from last year. Couldn't have been much worse. So yeah, they didn't they didn't get much worse, but the things that are bad are things that are concerning. But once again, they can get away with that in this division. Like the best the best yes. defensive player right now in this division might be a rookie in Will Anderson. Like that might be the best DN they face um, this season in, inside their own division. Where the Colts, yeah, the Colts have players, and you know the the Tennessee team chat. I feel like you nailed it. Where I didn't mention it enough. Where you know. Their, their D-line is good. Their defense is yeah. going to be much better than people realize from last year. And they have Burks on the outside, Hopkins on the outside, and they have Derrick Henry in the backfield. Like, that's a really good offensive unit right there of weapons. So um, every point you just said is very fair, but that offensive line thing is definitely a glaring issue where if they're behind and you need Tannehill to drop back and pass, and they're playing against a team that just has two good pass rushers, it's over. They're not going to be coming back, right? So yeah, definitely a team that needs a lead to win games. It's actually interesting because that whole division, there's no O-line that is good graded out very high, and there's no, no D-line other than theirs that is grading out very high. So fascinating, fascinating division of uh, mediocrity and irrelevance. <laughs> 
as I've been saying, oh, forever about any team in the AFC South. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. That brings us to the Indianapolis Colts, who are plus 600 to win the division. They are at uh, six and a half wins, minus 125 to the over. Your favorite player in the NFL, Anthony Richardson. You think he will end up being the best player out of this draft class. You're enamored by his athleticism. Um, I will tell you that Sean Kerner already has Anthony Richardson. We're talking about fantasy tiers. Uh, in tier five, he says, Sean Kerner, and you can read this at actionnetwork.com, he has top 10 upside as soon as he becomes a starter. Yep. Which kind of goes yeah. with what you've been saying. And if you listen to it, we had on Chris and Sean, what was it, a couple a month ago, uh, talking fantasy. He was being drafted at QB 15 at that time, Anthony Richardson. And I said I would take him well above that just because his upside was so high. Now, if you look, most drafts, he's going top 10. So yep. this this past offseason was the first time I ever did consulting work for an NFL team. Uh, Chad knows this. And I basically, when I went in there in January and I said this was my guy, my number one QB to draft, I basically could hear a pin drop, Chad. Not laughed out of the room. It was more like, who the hell is this guy? Why are we paying him? And why is he telling us to draft this kid who – most teams had a second round grade on them. So that was this is one of these moments where I really enjoy doing consulting work. Like working for these NFL teams was cool as shit. So I'm hoping this kid pans out because I really am tied to him now. Like if he is good and the team I worked for, the, the QB they drafted is not good, that's really good for me because I was so big on this kid and no one else there was. Like literally these people looked at me like I was crazy when I mentioned his name. So – I'm going to be biased about Anthony Richardson. I can already tell um, everything he's done in this preseason, Chad, is what I envisioned. A big body, big, strong arm, great athlete. Everything about him just reminded me of a smarter, faster version of Cam Newton. And it's it's looking that way right now. So I don't know if you remember Cam Newton's rookie year. It was historical. Now, do I think he's going to do that? Most likely not. We've never seen anything like that. I think Cam threw for 4,000 yards the big reason was came at Steve Smith. Like, if you're going to bring in a rookie quarterback and have a Hall of Famer wide receiver with him, Steve Smith was the guy to do it with, right? That that was a perfect one-two for Cam Newton. Um, Anthony Richardson, man, I am beyond hyped about this kid. Like, I think someone put up his numbers the other day. He is 6'4", and he wants to play at 250. 6'4", playing at 250, and he can run a sub 4'4", 40. It's it's crazy. I can't believe he wasn't the first or second quarterback drafted, but 
it's irrelevant now. It's the deed is done. He's on the Colts, and you know the Colts head coach. He did wonders with Jalen Hurts, and now he's getting Anthony Richardson, a, a even bigger, better athlete. Now it's a to me, it's a three year plan with Anthony Richardson. Do I think he's gonna come out this year and have major make major mistakes? Of course, this kid is just raw. He is a raw ball of talent. So I'm not betting on them to win the division. I won't waste money there. Me and Chad already talked about it. It's going to either be Tennessee or nothing for me in this division. Um, but with the Colts, six and a half over over under wins, I like the value towards the over. It, to me, this is a team that could easily get to seven, eight wins this upcoming season just because we talked about this division has a lot of holes in it. And Chad knows, we bet the Jaguars last year, the Jaguars do not perform well on the road. That, that's just not something they did well these last couple of years. They start the season on the road against the Colts. That is a huge deal in a division like this where if the Colts can just steal that one, that first game, Chad, I love their odds to shift for them going over to this this win total. So um, when it first opened, I thought six and a half was really high. The more I looked into it, the more even Chad just talked about this this division, all the weaknesses these different teams have, I could easily see the Colts squeaking out seven wins. So um, to me, if my my favorite win total bet right now is, is this one for this division just because – there's so much upside in a team that last year was just a down year. And I know people are worried about what's going on right now with the running back and Taylor. Is he going to be back? You would be shocked to know this. The, the team actually performs better without Taylor on the field. Who knows if that would be different this year now with another running quarterback. But I think Anthony Richardson is going to make up for a lot of weaknesses they had last year on this offense. So, um, yeah, you can tell, Chad, I'm, I'm excited about this kid. So, if you want to, if you want to bet rookie of the year with him, with me, offensive rookie of the year, I also love that bet as well. I just think this kid has the highest upside of any of these other quarterbacks. But as we sit here right now, I just, I can't bet them divisional odds. I just, the gap between them, Tennessee and the Jaguars, is still pretty big. So I still think those two are much, much higher up. Um, if they gave me ten to one, I would think about it. But yeah, at, at, at the current six to one odds for them to win this division, that's not fair. Give, give us better odds, sports books. Uh, I want to quickly remind people that uh, you've heard us talk a lot about game time all off-season long. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the United States. I love game time. Honestly, I use it all the time. And if you're looking to get out to a pro college game this week or even a concert, game time has amazing, I emphasize amazing, last-minute deals on tickets to all of these. I'm actually opening the game time app right now from my house. And why do I emphasize amazing? Cause you can go see Pete Alonzo and the amazing New York Mets for $6 tonight. That's, that's Get in much. price $6. Come on, Pete Alonzo, Jack and homers. No matter where you live, download the game time app, get out and have some fun this week. You deserve it. And you can redeem code FAVORITES for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and earn a code FAVORITES for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. No joke. You guys know how much I love Game Time. I have two more things to say about the Indianapolis Colts. Number one, you hit the nail on the head about week one. How many years we've been doing this together? Three, four years. Every year, do we not identify the week one value bet that makes everyone sick to their stomach that nobody wants to bet because 
you are taking, uh, you are you are fading the overhyped team for the team that you're afraid might not win any games. Normally, that game is the Jags as huge underdogs against the Colts. This year, it could be the Colts as underdogs against the Jags. And then you know what we'll immediately do? We will immediately see how divisional odds change or anything else changes for the Jacksonville Jaguars and see if we can get any value, right? Because they will have lost a game and that's what you start to do. You start to plan ahead. You think about the investment opportunity. You got to be considering that. That's what stinks though is the the books have gotten smarter where just four or five years ago, this line would have been seven, seven and a half. Like the books would have happily put up this seven, seven and a half. The public would have still been all over the Jaguars. They would have had the Jaguars and all their teasers, but they're just smart now. I mean, three and a half, three. Yeah, Chad just nailed it. Everyone everyone and their grandmas are going to be betting on the Jaguars, and me and Chad are going to hold our nose and just take the Colts. And I hate taking a rookie head coach and a rookie QB in week one, but this is just prime example of you just got to hold your nose and take this team. Divisional home dog, week one, I believe it hits at over 6% rate historically. So, again, we'll have more trends as we get closer to week one, but this is just one of those plays that we don't have a choice. Like me and Chad, we'll make bets all season where – there's no, we had no other option to take set, set, set side. This is one of them. You're getting a Colts team at the lowest value point of the season, Jaguars team at the peak value of the season, even though the season just started. This is like literally peak value of the Jaguars team. Betting means doing ugly things. It's never too early <laughs> to remind people of that. They're going to be doing it with us all season long. The other thing I'll say about the Colts, so their O-line, according to PFF, is 10th best in the NFL. And Quentin Nelson is still considered their best offensive lineman, but he was dominant for three years and has been subpar for the past two years. Injuries. So I want to make. I want to make. I want to. I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. I want to make sure that we don't start to think of Quentin Nelson as Jeremy Shockey. Remember Shockey when he came into the league. And in those preseason games, he had a couple beatdowns of players where he just steamrolled them. And because it happened and, you know, for the time went what we consider to be viral. And so he became a player that everyone thought was going to be the next great tight end. Are Quentin Nelson's expectations so much higher because he had those pancake videos for the first two or three years of his career and he's since been injured and now the expectation is he's not as good as he was or he maybe he was never as good as he portrayed as he was portrayed because of the combination of how well he was playing early on and those videos. I just remember when he first came in the league, I'm almost positive it was rookie year, the Eagles played against him and he blocked up Fletcher Cox one on one. And I was like, holy shit. Who is this rookie right now for this Colts team? Um, but I love your Shockey point. I feel like the Shockey thing is a classic. If you're a white guy with tattoos and long hair and you had a great name, you're going to be successful in the early 2000s. People are going to be about it. And, you know, he played at the U and he just had a great name. Shockey was literally the best name. I don't know why. It doesn't even sound that cool now that I keep saying it. But at the time, I remember thinking, this guy is cool as shit. Shockey. He was cool. We put him on the cover of ESPN the magazine. <laughs> and when it was over, when it was over, I'm like, I think we just put a guy in the cover for having a good preseason game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was bas- that was basically it. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right, on to the Houston Texans, and and you make a this good point. Quick. They're they're plus eight hundred. Their season win total is five and a half, which good for the Texans. It's actually higher than it's been in the past couple of years, and we were still betting <laughs> the under four and a half. Um, C.J. Stroud, like I was a huge C.J. Stroud fan. I think he. I think it's very possible he will end up grading out as a better. NFL player than Bryce Young. Um, I just like his body type and I like his game better. I think there's more opportunity for him to last longer. Here's what's really interesting to me about the Houston Texans. They may have the best lineman in the NFL in Laramie Tunsil. And if you had said to me on draft night of whatever year Laramie Tunsil was drafted. <laughs> yeah. That he was going to grade out as one of the best linemen in the NFL and get massive deals and be a guy that people are thinking about trading for and giving up first round picks for, I would have lost that bet. Yeah. Those were the days when people were scared of football players smoking weed. Those were, those were the days, Chad. Well, they were scared of football players smoking weed in what looked like a combination of alien Bane masks. (laughs) It wasn't the weed so much as it was like the full on mask effect that I think really got people anxious. You never did a gas mask, Chad? No, Simon. <laughs> I didn't do the fucking gas mask. Uh, yeah, it was definitely one of those where that was like just a hilarious thing to do. The fact that he took a video of himself, sent it to people, and then was shocked that someone released it on the night he got was about supposed to get drafted. Um, not at all. But yeah, I'll do I'll go quick on Houston. Um they gave up their next year's first round pick to take a D end. Not good. Not a good, smart move. Now, when you're saying if he works out right, if he is Nick Bosa, okay, maybe we will forgive them down the road. But as you sit here right now, it just it just won't make sense to me that they gave up that for a D end. Like, you got your franchise quarterback. I know for a fact that Jim was pissed off and, and made that move because he goes, fine, if I'm making this move for the owner, I want to make my own move and make my own stamp on this team. So, um, yeah, CJ – we were in lockstep with that, Chad. I think you had him as your number one quarterback in this draft. Only first-round grades I had graded out was on him and Anthony Richardson. I had a second-round grade on, um, you know, Will Levis. Say what you want about him. He did go in the second round. I think Tennessee said they would have traded up. And Bryce Young, I'm on an island there, clearly. Most most guys, most scouts I talked to had a first-round grade on him. I just couldn't get past his height and his weight. To me, that's just not – it's not built for longevity in this league. So, um if Houston wants to cross this five and a half, they need CJ to have a really, really good first year there. And I just don't think they have the pieces around him right now. Like his his best weapon on offense, his wide receiver rise, might be a kid named Tank, who they took in, I think, the third or fourth round. That's not really great for a, ro- a rookie. Tank is not a name. Tank is what you do. Tank? T-A-N-K? Get it? Tank is what you do. I was like, yeah, me there for a second. Um, yeah, I just 175 to one for them to win the Super Bowl is all you need to know about this team. So 
Won't be touching any of their Super Bowl futures. Division odds, again, they're only 8-1. to That's the same odds we had in late August on that Jaguars team last year. I don't get why this isn't 15-1, to 16-1. to It's just – it's a weird, weird number the books hanging here with this this team. So no value there either, just value on the under. This this is a team that I just don't see them getting to four or five wins. They feel like another three-win season for them. And I think next year's a year they'll make the jump, right? They have a lot of young talent on this team. They have a new rookie head coach. Next year's the year, Houston. So this is another low low total I'm going to be taking the under on. Yeah, uh, I love D'Amico Ryans. I'm a huge fan. I feel like he's going to do great things with this team. Uh, I want Will Anderson to do so well. I have so much uh, enthusiasm, and and I like everybody. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bet him. I'm going to bet him every week because every week they're going to be big, big underdogs. Uh, and last year they, you know. They did the right thing. They tried to win. They did the right thing. The Bears got the number one overall pick. Good for them. We appreciate it. Crazy. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Totally. Uh, as a reminder, the Favorites podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer. Bet $1 on any game and get $200 in bonus bets. Must be 21 or older. Offer is available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's recap here for a second. So in the AFC South, we like the Titans at plus 320. We like the Jags over nine and a half wins, but no value in terms of the pricing because the over is right now minus 140. Again, all these numbers are from Bet365. Um, and we probably like Houston under five and a half wins. Also, a lot of juice at minus 160. Yeah. So Accurate. I would say my favorite my favorite bet right now is the, is the Colts over win total. But All right. Um, Colts over love, six and a half wins. Also love Anthony Richardson, rookie of the year. I just, I just think – if he can flash and he can really show out, he has the best best chance of really just taking the world by storm. Like people, we love the athletic, fun to watch quarterback. I mean, Justin Fields, rough top of the head, is that kind of guy. Like I can't stop watching Justin Field highlights. Thinking about the same effect here with Anthony Richardson. This has been the AFC South divisional preview from the Favorites podcast presented by Bet Three Six Five. We are part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. He is Simon Hunter. Download the podcast from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until next time, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.